Today is Tuesday, August 9th. The title for our devotional is Unity in the Body of Christ. Paul emphasizes the unity of the church in his favorite metaphor for the church, that is, the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 12, we read, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. The end of this verse is a little surprising. One would expect him to write, so it is with the church, but he writes, so it is with Christ. Here he is referencing the mystical union that believers have with Christ himself. We believe and are baptized into Christ. Certainly this theology began forming for Paul immediately upon his first experience with Christ on the Damascus Road. Jesus says to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me in Acts 9.4? Paul wasn't persecuting Jesus directly, so he thought. He was persecuting his followers, Christians. Yet Jesus identifies himself with the believers that Paul was putting in prison and having executed. He goes on in verses 13 to 14 of 1 Corinthians 12 to say, For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. So, in the Holy Spirit, who is given to all believers, the church forms one body. In this body, There are many differences, national and social status, Jew, Gentile, slave, and free, as he mentions here. And the Spirit of God is poured out on all believers. As a side note, poured out is the more likely meaning of the word translated here, we were all given. In this, we form the unified body of Christ. Paul will continue this metaphor of the body in verses 15 to 27, But for today, let's just focus on the unity of the church in Christ and in the Holy Spirit. This passage is a hotly debated passage in the conversation of the gifts of the Spirit. Some in the charismatic movement stress what is called a second blessing theology or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This theology takes the events of Acts chapter 2, which is Pentecost, Acts 8, the Samaritans receiving the Holy Spirit, and Acts 10, the Roman centurion receiving the Holy Spirit, as a paradigm for all believers for all time. They say that every believer must have a second experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit to receive their gifts. Some in the charismatic movement would even say that this baptism of the Spirit must be evidenced by speaking in tongues. Without diving into the weeds in this devotional, I do not think this passage, uh, I do not think the passages in Acts are meant to be a paradigm for all believers today. Also, this passage does not teach that a second experience of the Spirit is required to be given one's gift. Instead, Paul is emphasizing the unity of the body in that all believers have been given the Spirit of God. There is no hint of some receiving more of the Spirit and others receiving less, creating hierarchical classes of Christians. This would undermine the driving point of the entire passage. Instead, we have all been given the Spirit, which is his main driving point, And we must become aware of how the Spirit has gifted us and the manifestation of the Spirit in each individual to bless the church community. For some, the revelation of this will be a deeply spiritual experience. Yet to demand that all Christians undergo this type of experience is, I believe, going beyond what the text says. 
For additional content, I've linked you to a book called Showing the Spirit, Theological Exposition of 1 Corinthians 12 to 14 by D.A. Carson. This is a heavy read, so if he goes, he dives into the text a lot. But if you are curious about the gifts of the Spirit and what Paul is saying here through 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 and how it relates to the charismatic movement and the Pentecostal movement, I'd encourage you to uh, pick up that book and give it a read. For reflection today, spend some time just reflecting on this metaphor of being a part of the body of Christ and what this mystical union is that we have with Christ himself as a part of his body.